I have been reading Lord of the Rings, Hobbit through the Lord of the Rings, uh, for the past like year and a half. And it took me a lot longer than I hoped it would to, to get here. But I finished them over the weekend on the plane returning home yesterday. Beautiful. It was wonderful. I would honestly highly recommend those books. Tell Half me one time, thing. Hmm? Tell me tell me the the central key thing that you drew from it. The key message? Um for Silas. Hmm. Not what Tolkien's saying. What's in here? Goals are important. <laughs> ah. All right. I think that's like like a very like central, I don't know. Like if you're going to take something away, uh, like if you put your mind to something, like following through is is important, and and like I guess like in like like doing doing what you know is right mm. in the face of adversity uh, is a big theme, and also just like like friendship beyond um, like surface level, like what it means to like really like care for your friends. I think it's also a really big theme in, in those books. Um, and um, as far as, I mean, yeah, like things you can take away. But um, no. Second question, who's yeah. the coolest? Uh, Samwise Gamgee, easy. Cool. Like coolest in the he movies the movie. by the end of it. And and I think even more true in the books. Also like Aragorn is He was so is, like, lame. Sick, and <laughs> no one liked what? him in the movies. He didn't just, I'm he just didn't kidding. do a good job. <laughs> Obviously okay. he's the hero of the movie. Obviously okay. he's, he's, and, like, he's even, the Even more so, uh, I think in the but books. But he was such he a nerd. <laughs> okay, and Silas. Samwise but... in the books is to Peter in the Bible in the first book. I feel like Sam is like, I'm out here ready to kill somebody. Like he's very, he's that is much more true. aggressive in the yeah. first book. You know? And, but he gets, yeah, I mean, he's nice. that way in the movies too. Like like oh. second movie, he's like, I'm gonna kill everyone. Okay, Silas, the biggest cool. question you'll ever hear. Do but you who prefer is Sam your... in the book of Genesis? <laughs> mm. He's right. Oh. We said we weren't gonna go here. No <laughs> so mm. back to my question. Ronnie's question, yep. Silas, do you prefer bone-in or boneless rings? <laughs> 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 that's just that's what that's so bad. That's that so trash. What is dude. that? I'm glad that I interrupted you. <laughs> Look. Um Damn well, what's the percentage? One out of okay, okay, 15 out of 16 times. Bone in wing bone in rings all the way. Uh, All right, and, but but every once in a while, there's that one ring. The you one. better not. You know what? You, you better not. You better not stick thing. your bone in that one. Look at this. Okay. Look at this. Bone, boneless rings, bone in rings. That is. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the bit. It, you, you got he had a ring, ring off of his finger, <laughs> and then he put it on his finger. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, your finger is, is bone. the bone. It's in the ring. <laughs> yeah. We're five minutes into this one. <laughs> Man, I I thought I thought we'd find something to talk about, but we just haven't. Whose dad is the This strongest? conversation <laughs> is highly uh, intelligent and stimulating chance. I don't know what you're talking about. Whose dad is He's the right. strongest? My dad. Cool. 
Okay, what's we talking about? <laughs> what's I think, next? I think actually that's kind of what the consensus I th- was. I think that's the consensus. Um, uh, we did agree, yeah. Mine is pretty strong. I had this weird, I had a weird fever dream that we, you and I had a conversation over text this weekend, and I guess it never happened. Wait, did we not? Wait, chance at oh. you? Oh. It's because I think, you I think were drunk. Jay Barry was in that conversation <laughs> oh, in yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, there was a special um, there's a, there was a special transient discord uh, <laughs> lobby that showed up. It was a little uh, Ronnie was drunk, so we had an AMA. It was great. <laughs> and then it was gone by morning. Unlike the hangover. <laughs> Uh, I actually wasn't that hungover because I remember to hydrate, so. Nice, good job. Yeah, I had a little tummy ache, but I was hydrated, so I didn't have a headache. The tummy? The tummy, you know. Anyway, I I do, there's something that I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. But I think Chance wants to talk about it more than I do. Because it looked like he was about to bring it in. And I was trying to stop the nonsense, so go ahead. Chance, what was it? We, We had a trip. And we've been away and we have not recorded with each other or or gamed, uh, which is very important for gamers like us. And I I was thinking about like those people who who don't have or everyone knows people who have a D&D or any kind of TTRPG group that is able to play like semi-frequently whether that be like a month or like weekly or even like get together for like you know quarters of the year um you'll know that what i'm talking about and that you just get so much energy from being able to like play again and even if you don't even accomplish much like in the game just something about like meeting for the weekly DD sesh is just very good for like your psyche and just overall well-being and when you go through droughts you're just like man like what's missing at least that's how i feel and like i was saying before the show even even if we didn't have this show like i would still like hopefully for the rest of my life i'll have some kind of semi-frequent gaming group that i can at least like connect with because it's just good it's just good for you vitamin d and (laughs) d i've been sitting on that one (laughs) Can you cool. kick Ronnie? You just have these like, written so these down. No, these come from my head. I, you know, like they say, if you use a hundred percent of your brain's potential, you're already doing that. But if you do, then you can, you know, like move shit, right? So I use all of that extra space. <laughs> what? Hello. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, Ronnie. Do you want to try that one again? Are you having Hell? a stroke? <laughs> I anyway. say stupid shit. Stop taking my stage. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> You know, Zach, see, the thing about it is I try to do everybody's thing a little bit because I don't have my own thing. So I try to be funny sometimes like Jackson. I try to be dumb sometimes like you. I try to be a really good actor sometimes like Silas. And then I try to, like, run shit like Chance. So, look, just let me be me. Let me be me. Fuck out of here. Hey, you said it yourself. You You said it yourself. Anyway, what I was going to say before I was rudely interrupted by all four of you was that um, I really love our weekly D&D sessions because I get shit on every single time for three hours. And it's good for my mental health. But what's also good for my mental health is obviously commuting with friends is great. And D&D forces you to talk to your friends and look at their faces. Even if like it sucks, it's great. 
Um, and it also is a great just escape from reality. And I think that's one of the things that is so good for me because there have been there's definitely been nights where we're recording and I'm like, I don't want to do this. I've got nine million things to do. I've got tests to study for, papers to write, data to crunch, um, or maybe I'm just really tired and I'm not looking forward to it. And then the second that like all five of us get in this dumbass recording studio and we start talking, I immediately feel rejuvenated. I have like energy I didn't know I was sitting on and it's just good to take my mind off of the world for a minute even if we're just talking about dinosaur nuggets and you know like (laughs) which sandwich is the best sandwich like it's just great and then we play and you get to like live in a different world for a little bit and i think that that's really really special and i i do think it's important to play with people you like because i think you know every single time there's like a weird dissonance between a group which doesn't happen to us very often it pulls you out of that world right and that Mm-hmm. healing property that chance was mentioning kind of goes away but i think because we've all known each other for so long and we're such good friends we can really sustain that feeling for hours and hours on end even we haven't done this in a while but we, we typically record starfinder on saturdays and we will sit at our computers for eight or nine hours just mm-hmm. in a different place and mm-hmm. it feels like 30 minutes you know it's it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah how long that we can sustain that kind of building of a world and i think that that's one of the things that really helps me escape a little bit you know and in, in a good way yeah i Fuck agree i feel i feel um <laughs> for people who need um like to be rooted in something i feel like this is a very cool like ground to keep coming back to um it's nice to go into a story like ronnie said like there's like real problems you know um that that life kind of brings up and it's always kind of changing around you but it feels so cool um to kind of just return to a a story and be like okay like where did we actually leave off and i feel like it scratches a different inch than like television you know where like i feel like we can all watch tv and we're all waiting for next week's episode or whatever uh but when it's just your story like chance was saying if this wasn't a show um it scratches a different itch to where like you have immediate control over the situation. Um, and that just feels good. Like playing in a world with friends that, that you have, um, you know, it's, it's low risk, but high, um, you know, high, uh, like you could take big risks and there's no like negative you know, connotation unless other than like a character dying, um, is very, is very fun. And I think that, you know, definitely steps into like, um, D in general, but I, I say as a mental, like a mental positive for Zach Haley, that's a huge plus. You know, I just love, I love that. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I think similar to you, I um, obviously there's this really good social aspect to it that involves, you know, imagination and play, which are really important. But you can get that from a lot of different stuff, but with D&D in particular, I think about the campaigns that I have started with people but have not finished. And it kind of feels like a moment in history is just stalled out. And it's just like Mm -hmm. the world at that point is just sitting still, like Toy Story style for you to pick the toys back (laughs) up and like, I guess reverse Toy Story. It's not a good analogy. Um, But 
it to come back to it uh and i mean that that's true even during like you know the past week or any amount of time you start thinking about okay what am i going to do next and that's this that's the sad thing about like the campaigns you you don't pick up again is because like there's you know like there's probably not going to be another next Mm -hmm. but when you're thinking about your campaign like throughout the week and you find yourself like planning for things that uh like options essentially most of them are just like never gonna happen but it's it's fun to have time to like think about it and then i i don't know it's something special that keeps you thinking about it throughout the whole week um and there's also that aspect of um when you're doing it with friends you're developing some kind of like non-real shared memories it's like you've both lived the same dream or something where it's like nothing is happening outside of what's going on verbally but everyone has these shared memories about what happened and where they were and who did what but nobody jumped off a cliff or anything like that which is very special to have um you know long down the road and it's the kind of stuff that you know we talk about when we were like i don't know level two or something like that but mm-hmm. that's one of the big gifts that, that i think stays even after you like finish a campaign right it's funny saying it's like a shared dream because i feel like that's so accurate and that like everyone sees it differently right like if you were to like retell like a certain moment like from everyone's different perspective you know it would just be different like it like if everyone sat you guys down and told you to explain like what book one looked like it would it would be the same core story elements but it just have a different like tone or flavor to it you know or or even because better like, like make a movie out of it like you can make the right. perfect movie out of, it, out of it the town looks different things are different colors yeah it's like that same yeah. like where you it's re- the, where you read the book and you fill in a lot of the imagination for the way things look right right be like comparing but, yeah. those two movies or something i i think on the same vein though like there's something very cool about being able to be excited about somebody else's something through the lens of your own headspace mm-hmm. and like what i mean by that is like re-talking about that with this either the same group or trying to I feel like the hardest thing I've learned on the planet to do is tell somebody about a D&D session without being super cringy and super boring. Mm-hmm. Like, no one cares <laughs> if they if they aren't there for it, you know? That's not true, but it's which just is, as difficult. Which is, yeah, it is difficult, but it's nice right. because it's like the people, like this show is so fun because it's like, they are here for it, right? Oh, totally. It's not us, it's not us just like telling our friends and like strangers about our D&D session, it's like right. they're here the whole time. So they right. like, mm-hmm. they get to live it, which is totally really cool. But even in the the little tiny, like five of us, like within the five of us without an audience, you know, if this wasn't a show, um, yeah. still hearing, you know, being able to talk about the way that I see Aaron and like telling, telling Jackson, like, dude, I cannot believe that you like cracked the spoilers cracked a lightning bolt and pretty much just like split the room in half and nuked the boss like and that i think that does something that's like encouragement like i've been reading a lot about what encouragement does to people recently 
and like it's very it's a very interesting thing to be able to like encourage somebody through their character like character in a, in a ttrpg game you know and you end up like being like hey thanks i appreciate that like when people talk like i just love urkel i just think you know you just get this like hey thanks you know <laughs> I, I think it's pretty cool too i think it's yeah. good for you you know I love the way the DM has set this world up. It's so crazy that we walked in this room that looks like this. And you're like, hey, thanks. You know, that's mm -hmm. awesome. But you're right. Like, we, as an audience, as people that have listened to 100 plus hours of this story, like being in a little community together where everybody's kind of seeing their own movie play out in their head is hype. I'm pretty sure in somebody's head, Canon Urkel has a ponytail. Um, I'm not going to confirm or deny if he has a point. Appreciate that. <laughs> you can see that. Amazing. But yeah, like I, I just feel like if I don't, if I go through spells where I'm not playing, I just feel like a lull in, and obviously like I, like, um, I miss you guys. Right. Like I obviously, but like we could like Zach said, like we could play, like we could watch a movie or like we could play league. Mm -hmm you know but like D, &D it's it's almost like a lull of like being creative and like flexing that muscle right that storytelling muscle that like acting and like yeah like again like what money says like you're just in a totally different world and headspace it's much more you know in, in like video games uh like a lot of games at least that i play like so much of it comes down to like muscle memory right like league and um, um like, like any fps like it's just like you've done something for so long so you're like you're counting on your muscle memory and you're counting on like stored knowledge about the game and like you just kind of not like mindlessly but you are just kind of like rerunning trying to perform better each time you know um when you're playing like a game with friends and stuff whereas this feels like a much more like creative headspace. It's not really muscle memory. It's like, here's a new encounter. How do we think our way out of it? Or like, here's a new encounter. What would my character say? It's just like stretching that, like your noodle a bit more than just like relying on your, like, you know, hitting keys and clicks and stuff, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I haven't heard brain referred to as noodle in a while. So yeah. thanks for doing that for me, Chance. Uh, is that yeah. my fault? Did I did I do that? I think I said that a lot. I think that's a, a common thing. Right? Okay, good. Uh, I yeah. just don't want to have yeah, chance you don't have to take, take the downfall. The fall <laughs> you don't have to take the downfall. You know, if he doesn't have to. Um, right. I, what an I, idiot. I thought, I thought that was a compliment. You literally were like, I haven't heard that in a while. Zach yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard that. You reminded me of that phrase. Okay, I say Zach that more than Chance it. does. I won it. And Zach <laughs> wanted it, and he didn't get it, and now he's trying I'm to shoot on me. I'm sniping Oh, I was like, I got that from me. I said that. Oh, you don't have to. You don't have to take the fall for that one. I'll take the fall. I'll take the credit. fall. I, I mean, say noodle more than chances. <laughs> you're <you>. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I think another thing that I really think is great about playing D and D weekly is the fact that I think there's a lot of room for everyone to get something different out of it. It's one of those mediums that works like that. You know, like there are a few mediums that have several avenues into why you like it as something as free as TTRPGs, right? Like people watch horror movies for different reasons, but it's probably like three or four reasons. They either like being scared. They like like the cinematography. They like the music. There's something about it, but there's not that many elements I feel like that make people like the genre of horror or action or whatever. But you know, with this, you have like 
acting, you have storytelling, you have technical aspects of making like the perfect character in your mind or the perfect party, like this metagame stuff. But there's also, you know, like just being in a world or building a world, like there there are different elements or, or just like a social thing. Like, like it's one of my favorite parts, like Chance was saying, it's just getting to sit in a Discord channel with my friends or in person with my friends, just experiencing something together. And like, I, I realized that TTRPGs aren't for everyone, right? Like there are people out there that would not like the freedom that D&D affords. And I mean, you could make an argument that the right DM could make an experience for even them that would be, you know, palatable. But uh, the people listening to this probably are people who either like listening to the story being told or like playing D&D themselves. So I think this resonates with with all of our listeners for the most part. Um, but that's something that I really think is, is interesting and really great. Um, you know, like we all come to the table for different reasons, even if they're similar, which kind of goes back to that collective shared dream idea, right? So on any given week, you can ask me like why the session was super great. And I could say it was a lot of really funny jokes and I love my friends. But a different week, I could say this crazy story thing happened and mm -hmm. like Clary blew my mind today. Like she, like she took me somewhere in my head. I didn't even know existed, right? Mm -hmm. Like a memory I've forgotten about or a part of myself that I hadn't discovered. Um, and I think that's really special too. Yeah, that's a good point of like, you know, it's like we've kind of been focusing on like when we don't play or when we look forward to playing, you know, the the, uh, the cons of like missing it, whatever. Um, there's a huge element to when the session is good, right? Like when something, when the session is good or something crazy happens, it like, it does affect your week, you know, <laughs> like, like I think of definitely for like the two weeks at when season two ended, like your mind's always on it or my mind kept like reimagining that scene at the end of two like over and over right. and over again right like you're just in a different you, that that headspace does leave an impact right so and you, you can have a good session and then you're just amped for the next and you're just counting down the days i can't wait to play again um and i i haven't had a session with us like this but i've definitely played in the past like sessions with like other fr groups or whatever where it's just like a slog oh, or yeah. You know, it, it's like I or or like I planned something really epic and it just fell flat and like my boss died and and it just kind of made me sad and I it kind of like did the opposite. I'm like, well, I'm not. I I can take a little break from D and D or you know like. Right. So it really does. Um, the session can like leave a big impact on how your week is, and then also just you can it can give you a boost of energy at the same time. So. Yeah, I have definitely played with groups before, and it was just like a, uh, I don't know, you like, you're, you're, you don't want to come up with like an excuse or something like that, but like, you're definitely like every week, you're just like, I, is there anything, is there anything I could do to like push this off? And sometimes it's not even, it's not even that you don't, it's just like you don't mesh with them in a D&D &D setting. It could be something as simple as that. Right. Like the game becomes a lot less fun. And it's not even like, like I like all of these people and I get along with all of these people, but it's just like the way this game is going is just not the way that I want to play it. And you feel yeah. kind of, and I think it's, it's the commitment in that situation too. Like sometimes the commitment can make you feel like you're obligated, which also like if you're already kind of in about it, it makes it even less fun when it feels like it's something you have to do. 
true. But when it's something you have to do and it's with your friends, it's awesome. Well, no, I just said that. And it's with like yeah. people that it works well with. <laughs> Never mind. That's right. Yeah. Not necessarily friends. Yeah. You, you can, yeah, you can you do things you're always going to do with friends and it's not fun uh, with friends that you work well with. Yeah. 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 That you're happy with the story that you're telling. And I think that goes with like, you know, that, and and I guess I guess I've I'm I've learned to give grace to people who want to play like a very wacky, silly, uh, non-serious type of D and D because they love it, and it's like it is just like a jungle gym of freedom, you know, for for them. It's like Westworld when people went to Westworld just to freaking like shoot people. Like it's like ah you know like that's not necessarily the world i want to yeah. live in you know murder so hobos understanding that like okay D is for a lot of people and i think oh, Ronnie, no, you're right like it's it's designed for like you know there are there are dms for everyone and i i i believe that a lot of like somebody can always get something out of the game you know but it's like definitely that line in the sand of like mm-hmm. this is how i like to play here's kind of my ballpark you know when it gets out of that, it's like, oh, it's this kind of game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With it's great, just not for me. With you know? great yeah. power, young Peter, comes great responsibility. And I think there's a lot of power with it, within D&D just embedded within it. Like, not necessarily just the DM, but also the players and also just the setting. Right. Like, D&D has afforded me some of the highest highs I've ever had with storytelling or with playing games or with social interactions, period. But, like, there is also that... Like, like Chance said, like I haven't really had like a, a, a session where I walked away and I was just like, that was the worst thing that has ever happened to me. But I know yeah. that there is propensity <laughs> for that. Like there is the possibility of that happening because you're letting, you're, you're putting yourself into the space. And I think that like, that's the dichotomy that you have to live with when you play D&D and it's like sucky. And sometimes you have to go through four or five different parties until you find the right fit. You find a DM that's great and you find people that want to play the same game or a similar enough game to you that you can all like reach that highest high. But like Zach said, like even if you're with people who have different goals, like depending on the mindset you're in when you come into the game, you can still get something out of it, you know? Totally. But it's like definitely being in the same headspace as the people around you and having the same goals. We came back to what Silas yeah. said about the goals at the beginning of the pre-pod and how important they are. <laughs> yes, goals. <laughs> we are a complete pre-pod now. <laughs> you know. It's kind of like a circle, and it all comes back around. And circles, boneless are like rings, rings or boneless rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boneless, bonin or bonus, or bonus rings, bonus rings, bonus rings. Yeah, I. But in in closing, I do think like it is. I have gotten tremendous amount of like value out of having a weekly group. But it took like years and years to find like the group that we mesh with, right? And like it's and it's hard because not a lot of people play D and D. Like we have we have really good friends, yeah. but like some of them would never play D and D, and if they did, they wouldn't like it. And you know, but yeah. like they're great friends outside of it. And then there are people that are great at D and D that aren't necessarily like your friends, and you wouldn't like <laughs> mesh well well with like outside of the game. But if you can like branch out and like find communities where you can like play the game and feel like good people on the outside of the game as well like it is by far like the highest thing that i would ever recommend someone doing with their time right is being a part of a good D group that's like 
with with good friends and people that will like help you grow as like a person and creatively and as a gamer and as, and a, gamer. as a gamer above all as a we gamer above all big big gains in big the gaming gamer energy Stop. big gamer gains <laughs> big gainer you ever try to do a gainer into a pool big gamer gainers <laughs> ronnie ronnie was the guy at a at the pool party that was just trying to do the craziest stunts Dude, Great I was gamers just doing flex, giga gainers. Sorry. Just trying to flex for people who might be, you know, romantically or sexually interested in me. And I realize that now, but I'm married, so I don't have to be that guy anymore. And I'm glad <laughs> I don't have to be that guy. I anymore. heard you met your wife at the pool. <laughs> I did, actually. I did a sick gainer, and she was like, I want to marry that guy. I want to marry that, that gamer. <laughs> Look at that. I did a sick gainer. <laughs> Look at that gamer doing a gainer. Man, that's pop. That is a huge gainer. I'm gonna marry I would that like gamer. some of that for the rest of my life. <laughs> and no, all the potential neck injuries that I had were all for oh that God. moment. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, no more need for games. <laughs> What's um, up, kids? Do you remember? Were you there when we were swimming at the the pool at at our college? And I won't say his name, but I'll say his moniker that I don't know if he. He wanted, or if someone just gave it to him, but do you remember when Goose tried to do a one and a half? Freaking oh, Goose. No. Freaking no, Goose. I don't were you, were you there for that? I think I was there, oh but because I, I remember where we were, but I don't know what happened. Oh my. It, he, it's just this guy, and he's, I mean, he's a very funny guy and he was like hyping himself up and telling us all that he used to do like diving and all this stuff he's a freshman and he's like i can do a one and a half which i don't even know what a one and a half is i'm assuming it's like one and a half flip maybe i don't know yeah um but it's some kind of stunt and so he like gets up there and we're like all watching him all older guys and he goes off the diving board and just like <laughs> roll the one <laughs> he just he slips <laughs> like running he oh, slips no. and he hits his like <laughs> back on the board or boy and then, like, bounces bounces up and turns and then smacks his head oh. he comes down on the board and then just kind of like rolls into the pool <laughs> off the diving board oh that's terrible <laughs> but it's just so like funny in context because like the whole trip over to the pool he was just telling us about this move he could do <laughs> <laughs> and we were like man that sounds pretty cool i'm excited to watch man uh, oh no <laughs> feels bad man mm-hmm. we've always anyways so that's that's what i thought of when you were talking about cool tricks on the diving board like goose rolled a one it's time to roll some ones. Let's roll. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>